Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the 14th week after Pentecost. This morning, we're going to read the little passage that will serve as a connection between this week's Gospel reading and next week's. We begin our time of prayer and silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many, in various ways, by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son, A reading from Luke, chapter 16, beginning at verse 14. The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all this, and they ridiculed Jesus. So he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts. For what is prized by humans is an abomination in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were until John came, Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God is being proclaimed, and everyone tries to enter it by force. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one stroke of a letter in the law to be dropped. Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and whoever marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. Jesus has dropped a bomb. You cannot serve God in wealth. He says that at the end of uh, the reading that we had yesterday morning. We can only serve one master. Now, Luke tells us that the Pharisees are lovers of money. Their love for money leads them to ridicule Jesus and to hate him all the more. This little section of Luke's Gospel is a passage that we're not going to hear on Sunday, uh, either this Sunday or next Sunday. It's, it will serve as kind of a connection between this week's Gospel reading and the parable, uh, which is uh, the one that we just studied about, the parable of the shrewd manager, and next week's Gospel reading with its parable about the rich man and poor Lazarus. The Pharisees are lovers of money. That they are accused of being that really makes them no different from the rest of the world. And that really is the charge that Jesus lays against them. They are so particular about setting themselves off from the world of sinners and Gentiles. 
so devoted to the pursuit of purity, so zealous for their traditions, laws, and regulations, believing that that is the way to love God. That is the, the way that will will welcome God's return, that will welcome God's restoration of uh, God's kingdom around them. But when it comes down to it, they love money. They love the influence they have and the power that they can exercise, just like everyone else in the world. When it comes down to it, the Pharisees, their whole movement, they're playing the games of the world with its power and its intrigue, with its shrewd dealings. Once more, Jesus reminds us that the crisis of this moment, from the time of John the Baptist, from the time that he appeared in the wilderness, to now in the ministry of Jesus, God's kingdom is coming and is being proclaimed, and people are being invited and compelled to come in. It's an invitation that means letting go of the world and its ways. An invitation that means repentance for the forgiveness of sins. An invitation that reworks our relationships with God, our relationship with our neighbors, our relationship with our possessions. We are witnessing what the Pharisees are witnessing and not believing is the coming of God's kingdom and God fulfilling the promise of the law and the prophets in Jesus Christ. And yet they continue to refuse to accept it. Some refuse to believe that the world has actually changed. And so they live as if everything is as it was. This section ends with what seems to be an out-of-place word about marriage, divorce, and adultery. Well, the same does appear in Mark's Gospel and Matthew's Gospel as a direct answer to questions about whether or not divorce is lawful. In this context, it probably is speaking more about the relationship between God and God's people than it is the relationship between husbands and wives. In that way, though, when we're talking about God and God's people, the divorce is the unfaithfulness of God's people who instead now of finding ways to be reconciled and forgiven by God through Jesus' coming, instead have turned to serve and love another, perhaps money, perhaps their own traditions, perhaps their own desires and interests. It's a saying that echoes Jesus' word about two masters. This time it reminds us that we cannot have two spouses, two families. This weekend we will once again receive Christ for us in bread and wine. And we will hear Jesus tell us that this is the new covenant in his blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Those words are life for us. They call us out of this world and into new life in God's family. That is the lasting and eternal home that we seek that home that comes to us freely in Jesus Christ our Lord, a home that opens the door to us to a whole new way of living in God's world with God and God's people. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for those who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, our dear Lord, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.